Ticket City presents why you go to see the Red Raiders. So this was the moment in tech sports, and I was a senior in high school at the time, and I remember wanting to go to the game, but I couldn't because I had to work a shift. When my shift ended, me and my coworkers just turned on the radio, and we all hung around my truck, and all of a sudden we heard the roar of the crowd, so we knew something happened, and then we heard the famous call on the radio of Crabtree scoring to beat UT. Put yourself in the action with Ticket City. Visit LubbockOnline.com slash sports and click tickets. Obviously, uh, everything Coach has done in basketball speaks for itself. Uh, he's taken five different programs to the NCAA tournament. Um, he's one of the best coaches in college basketball. I know our teams always get better after we play Oklahoma, whether we win or lose, because they expose things about you. Um, you know, simply stated, he's just a really good coach. So if we could scrimmage them every year, we, we would do so because you learn so much about your team. But we just, unfortunately, we have to play them in the Big 12 uh, twice a year. So they've got really good inside and outside players. They've got a lot of returners, guys that made the NCAA tournament last year. Um, so they're a dangerous team. Just a couple weeks ago, they are a top 25 team. This is life in the Big 12. Uh, they're a two-game winning streak probably from being back in the top 25. So we expect them to play their best game of the year. Um, we know we're going to have to play great to have a chance to win a close Big 12 game. Avery, I guess just uh, speak to what you kind of bring to this team and every time you're on the court. Um, yeah, uh, Coach always tells me there's two things that are non-negotiables with me is just don't go out and uh, make mistakes, which is just play um, as hard as I can. And every time, even if it's just for one possession, two possessions, you know, try to win those possessions um, – Every time I'm out there and then when I come out, you know, just be ready to go back in. And then just bring emotion and energy and uh, just try to help whatever I can do to help my team win. How important is it for you to go from scout team to obviously kind of getting some minutes now and obviously kind of contributing to this team now? Um, it's definitely a dream come true. You know, it's what I grew up wanting to do is play basketball, um, college basketball. It makes it even better that I have teammates like Deshaun that are just great and a coach like Coach Beard that believes in me and, uh, definitely gives me the chance to prove myself whenever I can. What did you see from your teammates uh, Monday where you guys kind of bounced back after that loss? Uh, saw a lot of smiles. Definitely um, we were in a better mood, you know, because we played up to our capabilities and we can always get better. But everyone was smiling and uh, having fun and, you know, playing together and being a team. So, Sean, I guess for, from your perspective, I guess what, what do you kind of see from Avery every time he's on the court? Um, he's a... Uh... He's a great teammate. He's always hard working. He go out there and play hard. He makes other people want to play hard, and um, he just go out there and just do everything he can for the team. Guess from your perspective, what what have you done to kind of get yourself kind of back in a rhythm? I know obviously the injury kind of slowed you down a little bit, but it seems like you're kind of getting back into your ways. Um, nothing really. Uh, just like I, I tell every uh, every time we have a press conference, I tell everybody do the same thing. I just go out there and perform to my best abilities and. Go out there and um, just try to get the win for our team. They ask the same questions. It gets a little frustrating, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you hear it when you're on the court, uh, but you have a lot of uh, crowd support behind you. Uh, just how does it feel to have the fans really back you up? Uh, feels really good. Um, makes me smile. Uh, you know, definitely it's different because normally – you know, it's all for Jared or for Deshaun, but, um, you know, it, it just, uh, it's a good feeling, I guess. 
Are you mentally, is it easy for you to kind of just embrace your role, not try to do too much when you're out there on the court? Um, For sure. Uh, I was raised, you know, just to work hard. And when you work hard, a lot of stuff falls in place by itself. And definitely that's one of the easier things I have to do is just work hard because uh, I was raised into it. And when Coach Beard asked me just to work hard, it just I can just do it, I guess. Deshaun, talk about taking uh, – taking advantage of the opportunities and how is the game slowing down for you or are you when shots just seem to be falling um i think uh coach bill just put me in positions to um uh, just perform uh well on the court i i don't think like uh, i i honestly just think i'm just going out there just playing my role and just doing what i have to do to for us to win that's all and, and avery um uh, t- talk about being a facilitator and a team leader on the court, especially when the, the younger players come uh, on and you're there leading for this team? Um, for sure, when I'm with them, just try to do my best to uh, keep things flowing smoothly. Um, you know, I'm not the offensive threat when I'm out on the court, but I do have responsibilities to keep everything moving smoothly and try to do the best that I can. And when those guys come in, it's just try to do the same thing, but get them to play hard and, you know, get them, you know, some time and get them, them ready to play some games when their time comes. Seeing your team score the ball a lot of different ways this year. Flashback to last week, y'all scored it really well from behind the three. How, how much discussion uh, do y'all have going in practice, going into Oklahoma about are we going to shoot a lot from three? We're going to try to go inside. What's that discussion look like going into Oklahoma? Yeah, every game you have a <clears throat> obviously a defensive game plan, how we're going to guard them. I think most people kind of associate that with scouting and preparation, but equally important and equally uh, time invested is an offensive game plan. You know, in the simplest terms, how can we score enough points to have a chance to beat the opponent? And so um, with Oklahoma – you know, it starts, they have a really good half-court offense. They have great size, interchangeable players. Um, I don't know if you can just come down and check it up every time and score enough points to beat them. I don't think you can. So you got to get some stuff in transition, whether it be your fast break or secondary break. Then you got to get some extra possessions off the backboards by getting rebounds. And then you've got to figure out a way to, you know, attack their different defenses. Um so with us, the three-point shot is something we talk about often, as well as inside game transition. But Oklahoma presents a lot of challenges because they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, natural highs and lows that will come with the Big 12. I think you said something about being a prince and being a frog. I forget the exact phrase. Are you guys pretty good about mentally staying even keel regardless of results? This team is, yeah. It's just led by those guys. It's, uh, you know, it's Norris's personality. He's a grown man. Uh, basically, he's a professional already playing college basketball. I think Norris is going to do great at the next level. Um, and think about it. Like in the NBA, those guys play 80-something games. How can you get too high or too low? That's where the, all this starts from. And really in the Big 12, just because everybody's so good, you know, you can't get too high or too low. So, um this year's team, yeah, there's a maturity about this team. And it's led by those four seniors, you know, Matt and Tariq, 
grad transfers have been successful individually where they've been. Um, and then certainly Brandon Francis has grown into a more mature person. So then, you know, Culver being one of our best players has that demeanor too. Um, so yeah, I would think that we're kind of a team that stays the course. Eligible for redshirt, um, I'm not sure. It, it would have to – I think it's kind of like a case-by-case case situation. So, um, And then with Kayvon, just continuing to practice and, um, you know, sort through this. It hasn't been easy, but just tried to communicate, you know, the best we can with him. He's a talented young guy. I think he's got a, a bright future. Is there a little bit of his part just because he feels like he's kind of gotten there and I guess what what's the biggest thing that you have to kind of remind him to obviously look towards the future and not obviously just kind of rushing himself yeah I think you're probably referencing a social media thing we just handled that I mean I there's not a person in this room that doesn't make a mistake there's not a person in this room that doesn't get emotional from time to time so um I really like Kayvon as a person um and so with his deal, yeah, there's, there's always frustrations with injuries. Any player that's played this game, Deshaun, you know, a lot of frustrations when he had to miss the Iowa State game with his injury and coming back. So, um, but this is the tell of a man, you know, how you can get through times of adversity and I think the guys in our program that stay the course, the guys at our programs that stay committed, you know, end up being pretty good men on, on the backside. I know he got off the crutch. It seems like he's just on the boot now. Yeah, I just uh, I don't want to speak for Chris Williams and the doctors. I get this stuff mixed up a lot, but I, it's just basically a high ankle sprain. And those things are pretty serious. Uh, I want to say West Virginia, the really good guard, lefty Bolden, my, same thing. He's in a boot. So um, Malik's putting in a lot of time in the training room. I mean, he's in there four or five hours a day. As a matter of fact, I think last trip we didn't even travel him so that he could stay in the training room here hour after hour after hour. So I think Malik's getting real close uh, to getting back on the practice floor. And then as soon as he can practice, he'll play in games. Guess what, what did you like from the performance of you guys? Not necessarily the bounce back, but just in terms of the way the offense flowed. And it seemed like you guys were really kind of kind of working on the screens and the slips really pretty good there. Uh, last game? Yes. Wh- who, which one was it? Uh, West Virginia. Yeah. Um, just all I could think about is Oklahoma. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously just like the way we responded – didn't play our best at Kansas, and they were a big reason why we didn't. Uh, and then I think just in one day of prep practice, to come back, backs are against the wall, you feel the pressure responding. Um, I think that's the, the the biggest positive was that we, you know, short-term memory, we didn't look like the same team that uh, we did in Lawrence, Kansas. And so, And then offensively, uh, we had a lot of assists on our baskets, which means we're sharing the ball. We had balance. Um, and then defensively, I think we we're locked in. One of the best games we've ever had, not just the Texas Tech, but we being all the teams over the years, Fort Scott and Seminole and the Warriors and McMurray and Little Rock and San Angelo. Um, uh, in terms of deflections, maybe the most deflections we ever had in a game. Coach, uh, this has happened a few times now where you're facing a team that's on a losing streak and their backs are against the wall. Um, just how do you kind of prepare for that? Well, it's not easy, um, but it's life in a Big 12. Um, you know, you're either playing someone that's coming off a win or two and they're really trying to separate. You know, if you can win two or three games in a row in this league, you know, it's almost like 
selection show Sunday. Like, and but if you drop a couple, you know, you're just a couple games away from getting back on track. I think our our journey last year was a great example of that. You know, we lost a couple games here around Keenan's injury and Justin's concussion, and you know, you guys were looking at me like the world was over. Then a couple weeks later, everybody's in Dallas and Boston buying T-shirts. So. You just got to stay the course. And so when you play a team like we're playing now against Oklahoma, you know, you just feel like you're going to get their best shot because you know they're competitive. There's no quit in a Lon Kruger team ever. This is championship DNA. These are guys that have been to tournament. They still got guys on this team that uh, I want to say played in the Final Four with Buddy. Hell, so um, I think what we do is just tell our guys, hey, do you understand you're about to get their best shot? Do you understand you're about to play against a team that has a lot of pride and character and they're going to play great? Um, so, you know, I'd much rather play against a team that just won their last couple games. It's not even close as a competitor. These, these, this is when you're going to try to get somebody's best shot. It's just very difficult. It's also very difficult to beat the same team twice in this league. It's, you know, it just hasn't been done a lot. And, um, and so this game has a lot of challenges for us. And then when you're scouting Oklahoma this week, what's maybe something uh, new that you've seen from them since – last time you faced them? I think one thing is uh, just the improvement in players. Guys are playing on a different level. Uh, one example of many would be their freshman guard um, that's from the state of Texas, and he's doing a great job. He has one of the best assist-to-turnover ratios in the Big 12, and he's a freshman. He's a much better player right now than he was last week, two weeks ago, or three or four weeks ago when we played him. Um, this is another sign of great coaching. Players get better at Oklahoma. Uh, but also a credit to this young guy. He's, he's uh, one of my favorite young guys in the league. Um, a guy who's been kind of off injured for them this year, Jamani McNeese, what kind of difference does he make when he's on or off the court for them? Yeah, he's, he's one of, if not the best athlete in the Big 12 when he's healthy. Um, you know, he's the guy that Trey Young really trusted the most above the rim. And, and then he's a real uh, game changer on the defensive end for Oklahoma because he can block shots at a high rate. So um, he's starting to play more and, I think as their season goes on, um, you know they're only going to get better the more healthier he gets because he's he's one of the best athletes in the Big Twelve. All right, thanks a lot, coach. Thanks.